Welcome back to the Sipping with Sin podcast, a podcast about stuff and things pertaining to gaming, content creation, horror, comics, music, pop culture, and more. Grab your favorite beverage and take a sip with us. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Sipping with Sin. We have our lovely beverage here and uh, ready to discuss this week's topics. We got several things to talk about this week, and uh, the return of the fun segment, Sinister Tales, in honor of Friday the 13th, which is actually tomorrow, The de- uh, as of recording this. It is the 12th, tomorrow's the 13th. So yeah, we're going to do uh, some fun stuff with that. But let's take the time. And let's welcome back the one and only Christian. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope that you all have something spooktacular planned for your Friday the 13th tomorrow. Hello. And fun fact, it's not his birthday today or tomorrow. Just because we got That's that confused true. last week. I just want to throw it out there. It's not his birthday. Still. Still not his birthday. Uh, okay, so... We got a lot to discuss, so let's get right into the nitty-gritty of it. Uh, as we like to start every episode, we like to know what everyone is watching, listening to, playing, or reading. So, let's get right down to it. Christian, what have you been into this past week? Uh, so Watching-wise, I did go and see the uh, the newer, the newest, excuse me, Doctor Strange film. Um, I'm just going to give you my quick thoughts on that. Uh, I did enjoy it. Um, it definitely felt like a Sam Raimi film, and uh, you'll know what that means when you see it. And um, the way that they they show off certain people's power sets in this film was some of the best stuff that I've seen Marvel do just in general. So it was really, really nice to watch. Um, I think this movie definitely is one of those films that you watch the first time and it's like amazing and it's all you can think about for a little bit. But as time goes on, you start to forget a little bit, you know, and and, and then you think of other films that you liked in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. So it's really good. Definitely worth seeing in theaters. And if you have the, the time and money, I highly recommend you see this on the biggest screen you can, the loudest theater you can. And if you have a theater near you that has the seats that like do all the the moving around and jerking around and, and you know, the mist sprays in your face and you get hit in the back and all that, that would be perfect for this movie. The hell uh, theater are you going to that does that? There's a theater out this way um, called Regal 27 that has a, a theater for that. It's a little bit more on the expensive side. I think it's like 25 bucks a person. Um, just you know, for the tickets, um, but it, but it's totally worth it for this film. That that's what I'll say. Hmm. And uh, it does have two post-credit scenes, uh, as per usual for Marvel movies. Uh, one of them actually uh, makes sense for the story, and the other one is uh, solely there for uh, a quick laugh. And uh, yeah, man, I recommend that you see it uh, if you have the chance. All right. So is that all you've been into this week? You went and saw Doctor Strange, and that that's it. Uh, now I've been into some other things too, man. So like, uh, that's what I, I went and saw that I've been reading, uh, again, uh, but I've been back on my comic stuff, man. I got to say, uh, there's a, uh, there's a Thor comic out. That's really good for Marvel. And there's also a Hulk comic. That's pretty decent. It's, it's, it's a little weird. It's on the weirder side. Uh, they call him this character starship Hulk right now. It's essentially Bruce Banner controlling the Hulk inside of his mind 
and he has this leveling system. So level one through I think eleven, and uh, each level goes up in 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 strength for the Hulk. So like in the mind of the Hulk, level one is him just fighting, you know, just some regular everyday people. Level two could be him fighting something else and so on and so forth until you get to like him fighting gods and whatnot. So that's how Bruce Banner controls how strong the Hulk is. Now, with that said, they just dropped today. um, I'm sorry, yesterday, they dropped uh, Hulk versus Thor. And it's going to be like a a two or three part fight. And this issue was fucking amazing. I loved it. Um, Seeing Thor and Hulk just like, just no holds barred on each other. They, they both have been through a lot of stuff. They both are going through it right now. Uh, the Hulk has been accused of killing, you know, 17 people. We don't know if he's done it or not because there's another Hulk that you find out about later in the story, yada, yada, yada. But the fight between these two was amazing. I recommend everybody pick that issue up. Even if you're not a fan of these characters, this fight is totally worth seeing. And I hope that it ends with the Hulk winning because I'm a, giant hulk fan um i just i feel like if the hulk is done correctly he can't really be stopped and uh this is a really good fight between those two characters and i really can't say much more about it without ruining the story completely for those comic lovers that do listen to the the cast so definitely pick that issue up uh, and give that a go it's totally worth your time um and then the last thing that i've been getting into before we move on to the next bit is I've been listening to stuff, not music though. I've been listening to another podcast and I bet you can't guess what it is. Uh, Batman. No. Yeah, it's totally Batman. It's a, it's a Batman podcast. It's on Spotify only. It's called Batman unburied. Uh, I think, this didn't it take like the number one spot or something recently. It did. It dethroned Joe Rogan's podcast, which I mean, apparently is really hard to do. But this was number one uh, for the week that it dropped, which was this week. So, like, it's, it's, I listened to it. There's four episodes available right now. It's a fully uh, voiced podcast. So, it kind of sounds like an audiobook when you're listening to it. Um, but they have everything all the sound effects for everything, they have uh, the voices for all the characters. Uh, speaking of voices, Winston Duke is, uh, is, he's, he's the voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman. And uh, if you don't know who Winston Duke is, he's in Baku in Black Panther, and he was also the dad in Us, the Jordan yep. Peele movie. So he's a big guy, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and he has an incredible voice. It sounds amazing. Um, and there's also another. There's there's a couple of people that I recognize their voices, like Jessica Marie Garcia. She's playing uh, Renee Montoya, and then Lance Reddit. Uh, he is playing Thomas Wayne, Bruce's dad. And uh, if you don't know who Tom, uh, I'm sorry, not Thomas Wayne, but uh, Lance Reddick, if you know who he is, if you've seen the John Wick films, he's the the black guy that's bald with the glasses that's like behind the desk, like the concierge desk, assumingly. He's uh, he's the guy that has that really cool accent that's like, uh, uh, congratulations, Mr. Wick. Like, he's that guy. Like, if, if you, you think about John Wick and the guy that he talks to that, you know, gives him all his stuff and he pays the coins to, that's him. And he's fantastic in this as well. It's it's a really good, well-done podcast. Like I said, it's got four episodes out currently. Episode one is called uh, Kind of a Night Person. Episode two is Such Wonderful Secrets. Episode three is Dog with a Bone. And if I'm not mistaken, episode four is I Am a Crook. And episode four is uh, heavily, heavily uh, voiced by uh, the actor who's playing the Riddler. Uh, not in the the Batman movies, but in this podcast, the Riddler is a big character in episode four. Uh, 
uh, and I really don't want to get into it too much because I purposely stayed away from everything leading into this 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 podcast and I went into it blind and I think that's the best way to go. But for those of you who don't really listen to podcasts and don't think that an audio drama set in Gotham City is really like something that's going to float your boat, the only thing I can tell you is it's kind of an Elseworlds story and Bruce Wayne is Dr. Wayne in this. Uh, at the beginning of the story, and he is a forensic, uh, I think it's called a pathologist, forensic pathologist. So he essentially assumes like the the dead bodies, you know. So in morgues, in the morgue in, uh, in Gotham uh, Hospital, he goes over the, the bodies of victims from uh, this new killer that the news has dubbed the Harvester. They call him the Harvester for obvious reasons. He harvests organs from all of his victims. All of his victims so far have been women. Uh, so we're trying to figure out why he's doing that. And Dr. Wayne, which is kind of weird to say, Dr. Wayne, um, he kind of puts himself in the victim's shoes. So instead of him just tape recording what he's doing, he kind of pretends to be the victim to kind of get inside of their mind to see what happened to them. Um, and he notices that that's weird and creepy, but it helps him do his job. They talk about it all throughout the episode. But uh, Sam Witwer is also in this. He voices the Harvester. And if you don't know who Sam Witwer is, he is in um, The Mist. He's the, like the, the first soldier that gets killed that's like begging to be let back into the, the store. He's in, uh, if you played Force Unleashed, the Star Wars games that came out a while back. He was in Being Human. Yeah, he was in Being Human. He played uh, the vampire, I forget his name right now. Mitchell? Aiden? No, not Mitchell. Aiden? Aiden. Aiden, yeah. Mitchell is the, is the British version. version. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he plays Aiden, uh, and he's also the voice of Darth Maul in all of the Star Wars uh, animated stuff. So he he's a fantastic actor. He's a great voice actor. He also voice acted uh, Orm in the Justice League War of Atlantis movie that came out a few years back. So yeah, man, he's been all over the place, and he does a fantastic job. He has a very nice voice, and if he needs to get creepy, he can totally get creepy. You've heard it when he's done Darth Maul before. So it's really, really nice to hear him in this. And like I said, man, this audio drama podcast, it's amazing. And I see why it dethroned Joe Rogan's show. Like, I'm not a huge Joe Rogan fan. Like, I liked him before I knew that he was insane when he was doing uh, Fear Factor. But other than that, like, it's not really my cup of tea. But this podcast is absolutely my cup of tea. It's Batman-focused, uh, centric. It's kind of Elseworlds. So you really need to pay attention to kind of get what's going on. But like I said, it's fully voiced. All the sound effects are there. It sounds like you're listening to an audio drama. It's fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. I blew through the first four episodes. They're about 40 minutes a piece. And um, it, it's totally worth it. So absolutely listen to that if you haven't already. And that's what I've been listening to and watching uh, over the past week. All right. Um, for me, I have finished Ozark. Uh, we wrapped up Ozark. Nice. Um, the ending was it, was it a worthy end? Do what? Was it a worthy end? Um, like, man, I don't know. It was not what I expected, and there were some things I would have liked to happen. I don't want to go into it because it is still pretty fresh, and I don't want to give spoilers. Um, there is definitely some people. Yeah, I I gotta watch what I say. Um. There, I would have liked some things to be different. It was an okay ending. Um, 
I've seen people compare it to Game of Thrones ending. I don't think it was that. I think it was kind of the opposite of that in a way. Uh, and then someone said something like Sopranos ending. Maybe it would have done better with like a Sopranos style ending. Sopranos was a fantastic show with a great ending. I loved the ending. I could have seen something like that maybe working. What they did um, was okay. It was okay. Um, I was kind of surprised when it cut and it was over and they were like, all right, credits. And I was like, wow, that's that's how we're ending it? Like, we're actually leaving it off here. Kind of shocked me. Um, actually, I kind of can get the Game of Thrones ending, I guess. Uh, based on some things that happened. It was okay. The show as a whole, fantastic. I really liked Ozark. Ending, okay. Um, but it's one of those things, though, when you get a show that's that good, it is really hard to end it properly, I feel like. Like, no matter what you do, you're going to piss somebody off, in a way. But you have to have a good ending. And a lot of times with those crime-style shows or things like that, where people are definitely in the gray line or even doing something bad, it's hard to find that proper ending. I mean, people pretty much expect they're going to jail or they die or something like that, but it's hard to find that proper ending that's going to do the show justice. But, I mean, it was an okay ending. It wasn't, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, but it wasn't, like, I was like, damn, that was awesome ending. I was just kind of like, wow, really? That we're, That's that's how we're stopping? But good show all in all. If you haven't watched it, highly recommend it. If you're a fan of Breaking Bad, check out Ozark. Really good. Um, also been watching Barry as it comes out. I haven't seen this past week's episode, but I have been watching that and keeping up with it. Pretty funny show. Pretty solid show. Um, so I've been enjoying that. And, uh, let's see. Other than that, um, I've been listening to music and started Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, as a new game to play. It's a couple years old, but I'm finally trying it. Uh, and that's been interesting. Uh, I can tell it's going to be a really long game, but it's been fun. Love, like, the Viking, the Norse mythology and all that stuff. That's been pretty dope. Um, and it's been enjoyable. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. And like I said, listening to music. And here recently, um, I have been listening to some Black Dahlia Murder again. Uh, and a quick backstory, Black Dahlia Murder, their vocalist is actually one of my top influences whenever I was doing vocals and doing metal uh, making music and stuff like that. He, I loved his highs, the high pitched screams he did. Was a huge fan of them, and I always wanted to try to model mine after him and to make that style. Um, also, love the entertainment fact they were a, a melodic death metal band, and they just had fun. They would do goofy things. They would come out dressed up in like Hawaiian shirts and beach shirts, or dressed up like Scooby, and they would just do a lot of funny things. And when I saw them live, they were fantastic. And they were everything advertised just being a goofy band. They uh, they were running through the crowd whenever it was in their set. They were just doing all kinds of stuff in this venue and just having fun. And they were just like a fun-loving band. Definitely not what you would picture when you think of a, a death metal band. But they were amazing. Um, and part of the reason I started back listening to them, sadly, uh, as of yesterday, um, the 11th, uh, Trevor Stranad, hopefully I said his last name right. I always butcher that for some reason. Um, he passed away and, uh, Black Dahlia Murder announced his passing, uh, with the statement, it is with deep sadness that we announce the passing of Trevor Scott Stranad, beloved son, brother, and shepherd of good times. He was loved by all that met him, a walking encyclopedia of all things music. He was a hugger, a writer, and truly one of the world's greatest entertainers. His lyrics provided the world with stories and spells and horror and whimsy. 
It was his life to be uh, life to be your show. And then they have a number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So it's a truly tragic passing of one of the greats in uh, the metal genre and just an awesome human being. Like I said, I, I got to meet him and watch the shows and, and have been a fan for a long time of him. So definitely hit home, broke my heart uh, to hear that news. And yeah. Uh, Christian, did you ever really listen to Black Dahlia? Uh, I listened to them with a, a buddy of mine, uh, Will, that you know, and uh, that that was kind of my my main intro into them. They weren't necessarily my cup of tea when it comes to metal necessarily, right. but I still think that they're good. Um, and I mean, they knew what they were doing, man. It was really nice to kind of get some of that going. Um, but like, I, I didn't like go out of my way to like um, to listen to them. But I, I do know of them. I did listen to them. I know a few of their songs. And like I said, they're really good. Uh, I mean, if you if you're in the metal scene, you you know who they are. Yeah, so that's it's kind of they've been around for a, a long time. Right. Yeah, it, it sucks, man. It it was definitely sad to hear. And like I said, he was always everything I've ever seen him. He's a fun loving guy, laughing, smiling. You know, a lot of just fun times. And that's pretty much all the people that have been in bands have been around him. Stuff they've been posting. It's just he was always a good time. You know, so. It shows you never really know what's going on underneath. You know, people have that exterior. They may be having fun, but really there may be other things going on. And so it, it was definitely heartbreaking. Um, I will say that documentary, um, can't think of the name of it offhand. I fell asleep to that thing, you know, on repeat whenever I was doing the band stuff more often than I can mention. And also I've drank my fair share of Jaeger thanks to them and their uh, little Jaeger craziness they would do on it me and uh some buddies shout out to monster and them we would uh we would have some jaeger and and watch the documentary and just hang out and i've watched that thing so many times uh but truly a sad passing and you know our thoughts go out to his his family and friends and stuff like that um but moving on to a lighter note uh let's see dead space the remake officially has a release date the release date is set for January 27th of 2023. Pretty excited for this. Um, can't wait to see Isaac and the Ecromorphs and all that stuff back. You know, cutting off limbs and all the things that come with it. Dead Space is a really fun uh, series and one I really like. Obviously, I love horror and survival horror games and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for this and I can't wait to play that. Um, Christian, I believe you were in the Dead Space also, right? Yeah, Dead Space 1 and 2 are, are some of my favorite games of all time. Um, I remember... It, so Dead Space was one of the first games that I can remember being an, a full-grown adult. You know, when I say full-grown adult, I mean over the age of 18. So, like, playing this game and, 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 and feeling fear. Like, I was playing Dead Space, and I, playing scary games is a completely different feeling than watching a scary movie, right? Because when you're playing a scary game, if your character dies, it's because you fucked up. So you can't, you can't be like, well, I would have done this in this situation because yep. you did do it and you died. So playing Dead Space 1, man, I remember, I remember being like, I can't do this. I, I'm not going to be able to beat this game. And it's because every time you have to go somewhere that's super dark, something happens and something and it's really creepy and it's really bad and you got these thing looking mutated alien parasite looking creatures that are out to get you man and the only way to kill them is to like 
dismember them. And I remember being like, I don't have enough ammo for this. I just don't. And then I, re I, I remember I saw somebody else playing. It was really cool. And it got me pumped to play again. And then I beat the game in a day. Because I was so, I was like, if this person could play this game and beat it, I can do it too. And I just remember stomping the piss out of everything I ran into. And and that was all I needed to do to, to begin with. I needed to just stop shooting everything, start punching stuff, kicking shit, and smashing their heads in, dude. And, and once I started doing that, the game was a lot easier. It was a lot more fun, but it was still scary. And I'll never forgive the developers for Dead Space 2 because... I was like, there was a scene in that game that literally scared me so bad, I almost peed on myself. And it's because I decided, like a dumbass, to play this game at like, you know, two in the morning, all the lights off. You know, it's the it's best time to play this. Yeah, I mean, pitch black dark. And I had to, like, at the time, the best headphones to have was like the big ass Turtle Beach headphones. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I had the big headset on. It was like surround sound in my ears. So I could hear shit in the game that was like miles away from my character, but I could still hear it. Like, I could hear creatures crawling around three rooms over before my character even realized what was going on. And there's this scene in the game where you, you go into this corridor and you just hear these babies crying. And I was like, what the fuck? So I get to these to, to the, the area where the babies are supposed to be. There's a bunch of cribs and stuff. And you get to the cribs when there's no fucking babies in them. And you turn around and there's a bunch of these demon fucking alien babies just mowing you down, dude. They're just chasing you. And I was like, oh, shit. So I'm like freaking out. And I'm shooting. I'm stomping. I'm punching. And I had to pause the game and like take a break. I take my headphones off. I had to breathe a little bit. I had to go take a piss. And I had to come back and I had to decide is this even worth playing anymore? Do I need to finish this or I need to stop? And then I told myself, you can totally do this. You're a grown ass man. Let's go. So I took a sip of water and then I went for it and, and I finished the game. But that scene in the game in Dead Space 2 messed me up, dude. It messed me up. I dreamt about that for days, for days. Uh, and it's still messing me up to this day because obviously I just got so loud and animated by telling you the story. So yeah, Dead Space and Dead Space 2, uh, two of the best horror uh, games of all time, survival horror games of all time. I love them. Uh, I love space. It makes you want to watch movies like... Um, You're leaving Dead Space 3 out on purpose, right? I'm leaving... Yeah, oh, hell yeah, dude. Okay. I'm leaving just making Death sure you weren't like forgetting Dead Space 3, but okay. Okay, I'm on. I'm, I'm following. I think it would be better if I could forget Dead Space 3. Let's just say that. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah, stoked for it, though. I can't wait to play it in January. I can't wait. I, I'm hoping that by that time, I will have acquired a PS5, and then I can play it. Because there's another game coming out for PS4 and PS5 that I actually wanted to touch on real quick, since we're talking about games, if you don't mind. Um, before you do that, let me... One news before I forget it. Uh, was it Starfield? Got postponed. Got delayed. It's pushed back to... Uh, it was coming out, I think, what, November? Do you Do you know? I have no idea. I think it was November is when it was supposed to come out this year. Everybody was waiting on it. Big title for Xbox, big exclusive. It has been pushed to the first part of 2023. I think the news actually broke today that they were pushing it back. So kind of leaving me unsure about what all is coming out this year. I'm really scared God of War is going to get delayed also. And if God of War gets delayed, then honestly, I don't really know what we have coming out. Like huge title wise that I think could be a game of the year contender. I do know, time of recording this, Evil Dead drops tomorrow. I am excited to watch gameplay on that. 
hopefully possibly get my hands on it and and check it out myself. But I am excited to see gameplay and see how that game is. Uh, but it comes out the thirteenth, thirteenth of May, so tomorrow. And then the quarry comes out next month, and I'm so stoked for that. I love games like that, decision based horror games. Oh yet. my god, bro, that's my shit. Okay, sorry, I had to get that out. It was bottled up. All right, what uh, what are you excited for? What game? Since we're talking about games, uh, you haven't seen the gameplay for Evil Dead already. Um, I've seen a tiny bit, but now I, I want to see actual full on game gameplay. Okay, I've been waiting. I mean, that's fair. I want to see like people playing it, like going through all the stuff. Because what I've seen, I get a Dead by Daylight vibe. Obviously, a different spin, but I'm hoping there's more to it than that. But I'm curious to see what's there. Like, obviously, it has Evil Dead characters from uh, the movies, the show, all kinds of stuff. So I'm very curious to see what all they have and and kind of how it works. I mean, I'm pretty sure that what you see is what you get with that game. I'm like, and I don't mean like the shit on the game or anything by any means. You don't think it's going to be anything crazy new? No, not at all. I think the game is absolutely going to be what we've already seen. Okay. um, Because that's what's popular, man. People like the asymmetric kind of games where, you know, four characters against one, that type of deal. And we see games like that. Like I I think the first game we saw that was like, that was, what was it called? Evolve, I believe is what it was called. Yeah. I remember that with the monster and hunting it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a predator version. They're coming out with a, uh, they're coming out with a a Texas chainsaw game. That's kind of like that because the people who did uh, the Friday, the 13th game, because of the lawsuit, they had to stop that. So they ended up doing, uh, now they're doing the, um, the Texas Chainsaw. So I'm pretty sure what you see is what you get for that type of game. Like, that I'm wrong on that, but I I, I feel like that that's going to be, you know, pretty much it. Okay. Uh, other than that, though, um, the game, so game, yeah. Games I was talking about, um, I have to remember what I was saying now, because now I'm thinking about Dead Space still, because I went back to that in my head, and now I can't remember. I was, oh, oh. So yeah, games. So there, the Resident Evil trailer dropped today for the show that's coming out for Netflix. Have you seen it? That's not a game. That's a show. It's based off a game. I know it's that's based off a game, but we were talking about games, and now you're going off into shows. Well, it I thought you were about to say I'm excited for Leisure Suit Larry Part Ten. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god, Leisure <laughs> Suit! Like, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! What? Well, like out of all classics. All the all the games that that you could have said. Why was it that one? Because <laughs> I know that's your favorite game. Oh I've never even. I remember us hanging them. out and Christian breaks out his backpack with goodies. He brings all these goodies, and Laser Suit Larry was one of the games he pulled out. He's like, "Bro, we gotta we gotta play this." And I was like, "What? What is this?" And he was like, "Bro, it's the best game ever made." And he put his dreads up because when he puts his dreads up in, in like a ponytail, that's when you know it's serious. And he. You know, fixed his glasses, and he was into it for a good three and a half hours. Like, we couldn't even talk to him. I went to the store, got some food to grill. Man, was still in it. He was in it to win it. So I, I think it's pretty obvious to say that, that sin is a damn lie. I ain't never played Leisure <laughs> Suit Larry. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's really funny, man. That's really funny. Um, but, yeah, so the, the trailer for Resident Evil dropped. Um, it dropped today. Um, I watched it, and uh, this is what I think about it in a nutshell. I think that if they didn't call it Resident Evil, it would probably be a lot better. Because 
aside from you seeing like stars and raccoon city there's really no reason for this to be called what it is i think they easily could have called this just raccoon city and it would have been fine uh, because the characters you're, you're following they don't look like any of the characters from the games and i like i said i didn't pay attention enough like i didn't go back and watch it more than one time to see if these were just like different I mean, maybe Leon or Chris or somebody will be in it in some form, but based on the years they were showing, I don't think they're going to be in it because it's pretty far in the future. Yeah, that's why I said it would have been better if it was just called Raccoon City or even Stars, something like that. It could have been called Umbrella Corp, like something like that. That would have made – I keep saying Stars, but I mean Umbrella Corp. Stars. So it could have been – yeah, Stars. It could have been called Umbrella Corp, and it would have made a lot more sense. I do know that there's an Umbrella Academy that's based off a comic as well that they have. But, I mean, I think at this point, you're not really doing yourself any favors by hearkening on the name Resident Evil at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, We're not even going to get into that subject. Those movies, oh, my God. I don't know why Hollywood feels the need to change stories in Hollywood, like, I don't know, put their spin on it and, and I, I don't know, but they shit all over stories and it makes me so mad. Like Resident Evil, they're like, okay, we're going to take the mansion and we're going to take some of the characters and then we're going to make this whole different character, Alice, and she's going to have abilities and this is going to get batshit crazy and the hell with Chris and all them. I, if you would have just took Resident Evil the first game and made that a movie as it was, I would have been tickled shitless. I would have loved it. I thought the story was good. I may be the only one, but I mean, do what? Wait, 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 hold on. Did you just say tickled shitless? Yeah, you know, you tickle and you're shitless. That's <laughs> that's the best thing I think I've heard all day. Oh my god! So yeah, all right. <laughs> sorry. They. I will say this though. Okay, beside Resident Evil, Silent Hill did a better job of kind of doing the story and keeping more of the stuff intact. Still not the greatest, but a better job than Resident Evil. Resident Evil was like, hey, here's the basic stuff. You like the games? Look, hey, here's some stuff. And those watching on YouTube, you see, I'm dangling like a carrot in front of you. Here's some stuff. Oh, guess what? We're going to take it in a different direction. She's damn Superman. She can jump off of shit and whatever. My God. That's really funny, man. The newer movie tried to stick to it somewhat, but still was, I don't know. They do that, though. Just, They'll just take a story and just shit all over it and just change it. And you're just like, Ugh. at least I am. I, I get disappointed. It's it's easy to do, man. It's easy to do. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give it a shot. Like, yeah, I'll watch the new one. I'm not going in with I'm, high I'm, expectations. See what happens. Yeah, I'm going in with no expectations as well. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll go in and see what's going on. I will say, though, another trailer for a Netflix series that I'm infinitely more excited about dropped as well so i'm really excited about the other show that's coming out what's that um it is called i don't know if you've watched the first two seasons but it's called uh before i say it wrong let me actually look at what it's called love death and robots oh yeah dude that show is awesome yeah man volume three is coming out we get nine new stories um a couple are you know 2d animated the rest are 3d animated and that's coming out sooner than you think. It's it's like May 20th when that drops. So the end of the month. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Christian, I have to know. I'm super. Yeah. I have to know. Did you like the Resident Evil movies since I went on my tangent? 
Um, no, I didn't. Like the first one, I remember seeing the first one when it dropped, right? That's back when we used to watch stuff on like pay-per-view. So I remember getting that on pay-per-view and watching it. And I think a bunch of my family was around and they don't they they don't know anything about Resident Evil or care. So they all thought it was awesome. But I was watching it and I was just like, now, I don't know if I didn't play the right game, but who the hell is Alice and why are we following her? So I was very confused. But I mean, I think that for what it is, the first movie is definitely a fun popcorn. It had a banger soundtrack back then. Yeah, yeah, like I, that's that's one of the first times I heard Kill Switch in something that was mainstream. So Kill Switch Engage, I mean. So like, I think the first like couple of movies are fun to watch when you're not thinking about it, but when you get into some of those later installments that start featuring characters that we know, like Wesker and all that, those characters are legitimately like porn star, like cosplay versions of the characters from the games, and it's really hard to watch, and and the acting is terrible. So it's it's really hard to to watch those films, and the more you go into it, the worse it gets. I remember skipping a day of school when I was in college, just skip classes to go watch Resident Evil. And me and my buddy, his name is Josh. So uh, me and Josh skipped class to go watch this movie, and he looked at me and was like, "I should have just went to school." And I looked at him and I said, "Yeah, I think we had a test today too." So, like, we just have to deal with the consequences of skipping class to go watch this shit movie, man. And I'll I'll never forget that. So that's kind of my experience with the Resident Evil films in a nutshell. You know what would fix them? What's that? Chris punching a boulder. That's all you need. Oh, my God. Resident Evil 5, Chris punching a boulder. Punching the shit out of that boulder. I'll move this. Bam. Punches a boulder. Dude, that is perfect writing. Perfect writing writing love it oh my god okay so was that the only game stuff you had left to talk about uh yeah it is actually that was that was that man i wanted to talk about those real quick because they they just dropped today and uh that's it for that okay all right well uh i think that's all of my news didn't you have some news you wanted to touch real quick before we get into sinister tale um oh real quick um i know i've been talking about this a lot the past couple of episodes, but there is a little bit more information coming out about the flash featured Ezra Miller and what's going to happen with him. And people are talking about him getting recast by Dylan O'Brien. Um, so Whoa, it's confirmed he's being that- recast by Dylan. Mc- uh, are you being for real? Yeah, this is all serious stuff. Yo, I like him as an actor. I can't lie. Dylan O'Brien. Yes. And I blame you for that. Cause you made me watch teen wolf. Yeah, you're you're welcome. Congratulations. That's the that's <laughs> what I pulled out of that show was I really like him as an actor and I've actually like followed his career since then and watched stuff he's been in. Like Maze Runner and um what was I even watched was that assassin movie he was in? Um American Assassin or something? Something like that, yeah. I think that's it. it had it had a uh, Batman in it. Yes. Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Like I like dude as an actor. Yeah, I think he's fantastic. So there, okay, there's sorry, a huge rumor, no no problem. There's a huge rumor going around that he was going to replace um that he was going to replace Ezra Miller and all that. But here's the thing. The Flash has been wrapped for like what five, maybe six months now. They they've been done with that movie. There's no way, there's absolutely no way that they're going to uh recast the main actor of the movie, regardless of what he's got going on right now, spend that money to redo it. And then film all those scenes again. They're just 
And so um, what I'm just here to kind of put that rumor to bed. So you guys understand, like, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on where you sit on that, not getting a different version of the flash for this film. But uh, it's been screened for even more audiences. Just more people have seen the movie and confirmed that they've seen the movie. And everybody has really good things to say about it. They like the acting. They like the character of The Flash. They like Barry. They like the other characters that are in the film that I don't really want to get into because that is absolutely spoiler territory. Um, Everything has been very positive. People have talked about the new Supergirl in this film as well, and they like that character. So it's looking up. Aside from the shit show that is Ezra Miller, it is very much so looking up. So I'm really excited to see this film when it does finally come out. Um, And I'm hoping that because Warner Brothers has been bought out by Discovery, that they will use this film as a means to kind of wash away the bad taste in a lot of fans' mouth that DC has left, at least their cinematic universe, and then they'll start making changes accordingly. And I think that the best thing for them to do at this point is to start putting things out on HBO Max if they even leave HBO Max as it is, because like I said, I have no idea what they're going to do with these things yet. They haven't made the announcements. So assuming they keep HBO Max, I think they should start making shows for these big budget characters on that make it you know six set five to six episodes like marvel does for their shows because that's what people want to see and then you can use that as your build up for these big budget films um but yeah that's the news that i had on that before we got into the next thing okay all right so to summarize i totally lied to you i'm so sorry i had one more tiny bit of news for all the horror fans listening to the podcast today okay I don't know if you've heard, but they are re, uh, casting people for Scream 6. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of characters that we liked are coming back. And with that said, we will be getting the return of Kirby, played by Hayden uh, Pinetier. So I cannot wait to see her come back in the film. Hopefully she's not the first kill of the movie, but she is set to return. So if you are a Scream fan like myself, uh, we are winning right now. They we left so her win- kind of open-ended like you... You're pretty sure she's dead, but she could have lived, right? Exactly. If you don't see a body, they're If you don't see, like, a decapitation and, like, them dead dead, then there's always a chance they can come back in a a scary movie. (laughs) I like the description, dead dead. I mean, they got to be, like, dead dead. Like, if you get stabbed, like, once or twice, you may not be dead. You get shot once or twice, you may not be dead. If you get shot in the head, you're probably dead. And, like, if you get, like, a brutal death, like, ripped in half or, like, disemboweled or something, you're dead. But if it's like a Canada, yeah, there's a chance you're coming back. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I like that a lot. But uh, that's officially all the news that I got. I'm completely done. No more surprises. All right. So to summarize, Christian's uh, favorite game ever is Laser Shoot Larry. Um, he, yeah, that's that's about what I got. That's, yep. that's what I got out of that news. So great. What was that even on? Uh, PlayStation, maybe? Like PlayStation, the original PlayStation? I, I honestly, I don't even know. I just remember seeing it in a like a video store one time, and I was like, what the hell is this? And no, I saw it one other time. We went to go, we went to go do something like several years ago, and we were like, we were going to look at this thing to buy. It was um, stuff for the house, and the dude was kind of shady. He was like, 
kind of a shady dude. And so it was like me and my mom and all, and all of us are there. And we were just all kind of like hesitant, like this dude's kind of creepy. And he had like old games. Laser shoot. Larry was one sitting there and I was like, oh shit, this dude is actually probably a slime ball. <laughs> and he lived in like this house that like looked like Scarface had decorated it. And I don't know, dude, he was like kind of creepy. And I was like, I- I'm not really feeling being here. I don't blame you for that. Understandable. hundred yeah. percent. All right. So I guess that's going to take us to, uh, the sinister tales, right? I mean, this is, I believe the 13th episode tomorrow's Friday the 13th. What a better time. I don't guess there could be a better time than to do a sinister tale story, right? That's right. I, I love it. All right. So let's grab Whiskey! some and let's get to the return of the Sinister Tales. Oh, creepy music. I got a sip of beer for this because we have a story in the Gilded, in the personal horrors, uh, horror stories section. Wow, I butchered that. But I believe... The story is from our one and only Leafy. So, Leafy, if you're listening to this, thank you for sharing. Um, and it pertains to Therosa's Bridge. Therosa's Bridge. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Uh, and this originates out of Kansas. So, uh, a lot of bridge stories. We have some bridge stories around here, different bridges. That are like People fought, like jumping off and dying and stuff like that, and they're haunted. You can hear screams and stuff. So I'm curious to see what this story is. But this is apparently their personal experience with it, and then we can give some background. Uh, let me sip the beer, and I will read you what he has put for us. And we will go through this sinister tale. Okay. <clears throat> so my story goes as follows. Myself and a few friends had heard about this legend, decided it would be fun to go and do a little ghost hunting. We went to the bridge three or four times and explored, but there were only a couple of people who took it seriously. This was very discouraging for me, because I feel like the best way to have a true experience is to go in completely open-minded. On the night I had my experience, it was only myself and one other person. It started out fairly similar to the previous attempts. The legend says the people experience car trouble as soon as they arrive which we never did. We waited until full dark, probably around 11 p.m., and started. I'd seen every TV show related to ghost hunting and had invested money into some gear. We had digital recorders that night and were wanting to do an EVP session. We moved underneath the bridge and sat near some of the old wooden posts that held up the bridge before it burned down. The air under the bridge was very heavy and still. We began asking questions to the spirit of the woman about what had happened to her baby and why she was still around nothing we didn't hear or feel anything other than the heaviness of the air undeterred my friend started being very aggressive in his her questions and statements saying things like therosa i have your baby you don't deserve her therosa you aren't allowed them to kill you allowed them to kill your child what kind of mother are you Once it started, there were some sounds and movements around us. Very small and easily explained, my small creatures of the night, until you factor in that there is literally nothing living under or around this place. There have been reports of dead animals all over the area, and bones that litter the ground are evidence. Knowing this, we kept our questions uh, antagonistic. Words, chat. Learning to read here. I don't read for a living. It's okay. And repeated versions 
of how Therosa didn't deserve her baby. The feeling of foreboding and heaviness kept getting more and more pronounced until I felt there was something literally inches behind me. I commented on the fact that I felt something. And my friend, who was a dog digging a hole and throwing the dirt through his legs. Wait, what? Okay, we I screwed that up. Who was beside me confirmed the feeling. Wow, I just butchered and missed the line. Okay. Uh, confirmed the feeling. We kept pushing and pushing until we heard what we sounded like a scratch in the dirt and we peppered in uh, in the back by debris from the ground. Something like a dog digging a hole and throwing dirt between his legs. Wow, that made way more sense that time. Uh, we decided that we had enough and moved up on top of the bridge preparing to go home. While standing on top gathering ourselves, we heard more wrestling down where we were been and looked over the edge to see a white mist like cloud move from near where we were outward away from the bridge and lost it in the brush on the side of the creek bed we jumped in the car freaked out to leave and of course the car didn't start like it had a dead battery while i attempted to start the car my friend let out a cry from the passenger seat she was pointing down the opposite side of the bridge i looked up and saw an upper body apparition clearly visible on the side of the road it was a woman dressed in what looked like a white nightgown. I watched as it moved off to the left of our view. I turned the key. The car started like nothing had happened at all. We drove home silent and freaked out. When we got home, we were viewing the recorder and only got one EVP. It was from right before we felt the dirt hit us. And it said, you shouldn't be here in a woman's voice. It was easily the most freaked out I've ever been. I don't know what happened to the recording, but I wish I had the copy that I could put with this story. And that's the end of the story. Okay. Damn. So first off, I butchered part of it. Cause reading is hard sometimes, especially reading on the spot. I was never good at that at school. Like I would always screw stuff up. Christian, you probably did great at it when you had to read out loud. I mean, I wasn't always great at it, but I got better. I'm not great at it. Let, I mean, I got I better wanna... too, but I would always, you always like fumble over stuff you see and you just like screw it up. And that's what I did. I completely missed a line, which was easy to do. Cause I was just like going down. But anyways. Okay. So I believe this is, um, let's see. I believe this is something to do with native Americans. Um, let's see. Wagon trail had passed through when a group of Native Americans attacked a settler's baby named Therosa and was stolen. Her mother, grief stricken and sick with worry, left the wagon trail to search for her daughter. Legend has it that her apparition still roams the creek near the side of the bridge. Her mournful voice still crying Therosa forever, searching for her lost child, never to be seen by her again. Okay, so it's another Native American story. I feel like there's a lot of Native American stories involving bridges. Um, mm -hmm. Like, we have some around here. This, that's pretty creepy. Like, getting hit with something and then seeing that. Um, dude, I, I don't know. That's that's a big note for me. If I saw, like, a ghostly figure or a, a lady. If I saw a lady, just a regular woman in a white gown at, like, midnight, I'd be like, oh, hell no. She's crazy. I'm out. Whether it's a ghost or not. I've watched too many scary movies and I'm not trusting that. I mean, aside from all of the correct things that you just said, I am a person of color. I can't afford to be out here trying to help some fucking person in a in a nightgown. You, I, I, anything that seems like it could be bad, I have to assume that it's the worst possible scenario. Because 
I watch a lot of horror movies and, and media in general. And the first thing you learn watching this type of stuff, reading it, writing it yourself, drawing it yourself, is that black people in these situations usually don't make it. So why put myself in a position where I might not make it? That's how I feel. Do you think they actually saw something? I mean, the the recording is a pretty good piece of evidence, right? Because, like, unless one of them whispered that, how would they have got that saying? So that's a pretty good piece of evidence. Do you think they saw some, or do you think it was, like, light hitting, you know, all the scientific shit where they were like, well, this is how you saw that, and it's fog and whatever, the moon hits that, and blah, 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 blah. So, first off, okay, let me preface. Do you believe in ghosts and spirits? I believe that man, it, it's kind of hard because ghosts and spirits, like the, the easy answer is, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, um, the more scientific answer is like, how could that necessarily be the case? Um, but yeah, man, I figure like this is a big, big old planet and humans are just human and all over this planet doing all kinds of stuff. Why wouldn't there be other things out there that we can't necessarily explain via science, at least yet via science? So, yeah, man, I think that there's something going on. I watched the X-Files. I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, I'm a molder. Okay. I, I believe there's ghosts. I mean, I believe there's spirits and stuff. Like, I'm I'm a believer. I'll bite into it. Do you think they you saw what? something? Do you think they had a uh, an encounter? This is what I'll say. I think... Even if I if if I were to say like I'm not a believer in like ghosts and goblins and shit like that, like I definitely believe in bad juju, and I think that if they were out and they felt something that was weird and gave them the nope vibe, then they absolutely uh, did what they needed to do and got the fuck out. So yeah, uh, do I think that they saw something? Yeah, man, I don't think that like uh, more. I don't think that like one person. Yeah, sure. You can poke holes in one person's theory all day, but when you get something where there's a bunch of people who don't necessarily understand what was going on and, and think that they saw a thing, like, yeah, I will say human memory is like the worst possible thing you can do to try to like, it's fickle, right? Human memory is very fickle. We don't remember things very well at all. We change up plots. We change up stories, smells, colors all the time. Um but yeah, do do I think they saw something? I definitely think that they saw something, and I think that uh, everybody is happy that they made it out the way that they did. That's yeah, what I think. I mean, I, I think they saw something. They have hard. They had hard evidence in that recording. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I will say this: when I was reading it, like uh, "you shouldn't be here" part in her voice, the recording gave me chills, and that feeling is like. I don't know, man. It gave me like that little quick shiver, you know, when you're like, okay, all right, that's creepy. So I, I got to say this too, man. If I'm anywhere and I hear some shit in a recording or whispered or whatever that says you shouldn't be here, I'm peacing out. I'm out. I'm yeah. done. You ain't got to tell me twice. So that was a pretty a pretty awesome story. Very well written. I butchered it, so that's on me. But uh, thank you so much, Leafy. I believe you're who gave the story, and thank you for the documentation. Also included a Wikla, Wiki, Wiki, I can't talk, Wikipedia page, Christian, shut your mouth, and a YouTube link with uh, some stuff about it, like the legend of it and everything, and even some footage. 
uh, from a different person's experience. So thank you for sharing. If you want to share some stuff, we will happily read it or go over it and talk about it. Uh, definitely include it in the Sinister Tales section. We would love to see. Personal stories are awesome just because it's something you experience. But if it's if not, if there's like a story you want us to talk about on the internet you've seen or you know whatever. I mean, it could be a UFO encounter. It can be scary stuff. There, all kinds of stuff. Just something creepy like that. Share it. Share stuff off the internet. Share personal stories. Of course, would be awesome. Um, but yeah, that was nice and creepy. Um, yeah, just don't give us an episode of the X Files because I will know. Th- there you go. Yeah, don't rip off that. Like it needs to be like the Bell Witch or something. Like something that is an actual thing, not just go take a TV episode. Good, good point. Thank you. Um, that's creepy. I do feel like so the bridge thing. Like I said. We live in Tennessee, and there's a lot of bridges, and I've heard a lot of different stories. There's also some houses I've heard stories of. When I was in high school, just a quick backstory, um, I was in a broadcast journalism class because, A, it would have been an easy A, and I did the news. Like, yeah, yeah, go figure. Look at what I do now for a living. I did the news and stuff, which we never recorded the news, fun fact. We never did shit, actually, in the class. But we were going to do a Halloween special, which covered 200 houses in our area. So the first time we went there, uh, the camera broke. The camera didn't work. So that was lovely. Um, and the time the camera broke, well, actually, I take it back. The camera broke after we got some footage. The footage was not suitable to play over the school because we all sound like sailors. And yeah, there was some stuff that happened. Stuff got like moved. We were all upstairs at one point. Like, everybody was accounted for. We even had somebody that was going to come scare one of the other people to kind of, like, make the video better. They were even upstairs accounted for. Everybody was accounted for. We were upstairs looking around, and some stuff started breaking downstairs, and we got the hell out of there. And when we got out of there, the dude that was coming to scare, his car was locked, and he had stuff on his dash, like a hat and, like, cigarettes or something, and everything had been thrown all around his car. But his car was locked. He had to unlock it to get in. And he was like, uh, What? So there was some creepy stuff happen. Uh, we went back Halloween night, and it was just a shenanigans. It was terrible. There was way too many people. Nothing really happened. Um, but we've done stuff like that. Like I said, there's a bunch of bridges around here with some stories. I don't know the full details on them. But similar things were like, usually it involves a mother and a, a child and something about going over the bridge and dying and like them looking for the child or, or something like that to that effect. Christian, I know you've probably heard of those in this area, like in your area. There's probably some stuff with oh, like sure. Trail of Tears and like Native American stuff, all that. So, thank you again for sharing that. That was awesome. And it was cool to have a return to the Sinister Tales. The Sinister Tales. I just wanted a chance to play the creepy music again. I can't lie. Okay. Um, so, that's going to pretty much do it, I believe. Uh, not a lot of real discussion on that. That was a pretty straightforward story. Pretty creepy. Thank you for sharing. And uh, that's going to take us to our last call question. So we had a last call question, but in honor of Friday the 13th, I think I'm going to throw Christian a curveball. If Christian's ready. Uh, Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so I would like to know of a time when you were younger, like either a game or movie or something that scared the piss out of you. Do you have a time that you can recall that's like etched in your memory? You kind of touched on one earlier with Dead Space, but is there anything else that like something you may have watched as a young child or 
you may have played or experienced that scared the absolute shit out of you? Is there anything from there? So our last call question. Pass the whiskey. Is that indeed. Is there something that scared you as a young child that you still remember and is etched in your brain? Absolutely. Sure, there sure is. Um, all right, here we go. Let's, let's start it up. So uh, as, as I've said before, and if you know me, you, you know this is the case, but I've been into horror like my whole life since I can remember. Um, but that doesn't mean that I was never afraid of anything. I've just you know been desensitized since. But the one thing that I can remember that really messed me up, um, it was actually Halloween night. I had to have been like uh, six, maybe seven. Um, and I was at my mom's house. Uh, she lived uh, with, you know, my uh, stepdad. They were, uh, they, we all went trick-or-treating. My, I have two sisters. So my sisters and, and my mom and myself, we all went trick-or-treating. I'm back and we're watching horror movies as a family, right? Which is really just me watching horror movies. My sister's eating candy and my mom and stepdad just hanging out and talking. And uh, we all slept downstairs in the uh, in the living room den area because there's a there's two giant couches down there. And, you know, we're kids at the time, you know, six and seven years old. So we're sleeping on the floor because we think it's cool, you know. And um, my stepdad ended up going upstairs. I think my mom ended up going upstairs, too. But upstairs, there was a lot less light than there was downstairs. So all the light was downstairs, but all the lights were off because it was late, you know, watching movies and, and all that, eating candy and drinking probably sodas, which is terrible for kids to be drinking. But I totally was smashing Dr. Pepper at the time. So with that said, I'm watching um, a marathon of, of horror films. And, our, and I don't remember the exact order these films were in. But I know we get to John Carpenter's Halloween, the 78 Halloween. So I watch Halloween. And then Halloween goes directly into Halloween 2. And I remember watching Halloween 2 thinking, this is the first time that I remember seeing this film, by the way. So I remember thinking to myself, one, Michael Myers is the scariest person I've ever seen. He is the boogeyman for sure. I'd I'd never want to encounter him. And I remember thinking to myself, I kind of got to pee, but I think I can hold it. So I'm holding it and I'm watching this movie. And the longer I hold it and the more of this movie I watch, the, the worse I got to take a piss. So I'm freaking out at this point because Michael Myers is the scariest some bitch out there to me at the time. And I'm watching Halloween 2. You're not even safe in the hospital is what I'm thinking. He killed everybody in the hospital just to get to Lori, right? So I'm freaking out. And then the end of the movie comes up. And, you know, if spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie that's over 30 years old. So he gets killed you know in the fire with dr loomis and all that and then they start playing mr sandman and i can't tell you why but when they started playing mr sandman that's that's when the 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 dam broke dude i'm freaking out i'm like maximum paranoia at this time the bathroom door is 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 in sight it's kind of cracked but it's dark in there the only light is coming from the tv and mr sandman is playing and I, i i can't think i just know that i have to pee or i'm gonna pee on myself and I sat there and held my junk as tight as I could hold it. And I was just sitting there in the dark, laying on this pallet I made on the floor because I was too scared to go to the bathroom and take a piss because I thought Michael Myers was going to be in there <laughs> waiting for me. And I, I, I kid you not, I didn't sleep at all. I literally stayed there with my eyes open and that music playing 
watching the bathroom door, watching the bathroom door. And I just couldn't pee. And it, I got so scared to the point to where I couldn't cut the TV off because that means that it would have been pitch black, dark in there. So I cut the TV on mute. So I'm just looking at people move around on the TV. And it's like I said, it's still horror movies at this point because it's a marathon. It's going all day. So I'm just watching these movies with no sound because I'm so fucking scared that I can't go take a piss. And then I start thinking to myself, well, I'm hearing shit now. I can hear him breathing in the bathroom. He's definitely in there. He's going to fucking kill me. So to stop hearing the breathing that I'm hallucinating at this point, because I have, I'm delirious from having to pee so bad, I cut the sound back on. And then I start watching uh, Halloween four maybe like i want to say they skipped three i could be wrong on that but i'm watching other films and obviously i'm scared as shit because i can't go take a piss and as soon as the sun came out i fucking bolted to the bathroom and peed every fucking where and that was the scariest the, the, the scariest moment of my life that i can remember right now off the top of my head halloween 2 was absolutely the scariest film i had ever seen up until like I don't even I don't even know every time somebody asks me like hey what's the film that scared you the most it's always Halloween 2 for me from the 80s because I couldn't even go take a piss dude I was that scared I couldn't sleep I couldn't pee I couldn't even just listen to the air from the from the air conditioner or the heat I'm sorry go on because I was so scared I could just hear Michael's breathing in the bathroom because he was gonna kill me but yeah that that is the moment for me that moment there so i hope i painted a good picture for you guys i can so only see, see like a, a little christian sitting there just holding his junk trying not to piss on himself dude i knew if i peed on myself i was gonna get my ass beat so i couldn't pee on myself <laughs> it's like I really do i die or do i get my ass beat which one do i do right now <laughs> i was gonna take that that knife over getting my ass beat by my mom <laughs> <laughs> as a kid like your imagination you the shit you see in the dark that you don't actually see but you're like your imagination's running you're hearing shit you see stuff dude that stuff can be terrifying even it as an really adult is. like if you look in the dark hard enough sometimes you can see stuff that's not like not you don't see stuff that's not there but you know it'll play tricks on you so it definitely absolutely can like run amok um my story i have two short ones i have a bunch but i'm just gonna do two short ones uh for time's sake so I was a kid, and this is back. A lot of people probably don't remember this, but we used to get game magazines like GamePro and stuff like that in the mail. You could get game, and that's how you would get your gaming news, read reviews, stuff like that. They were awesome. Walkthroughs, all kinds of shit. It was amazing. I used to love them. I would read them cover to cover, all that. But I was playing the first Resident Evil, my first playthrough of it, and it was me and uh, my cousin. We were sitting there, and we were playing it. And we were engrossed. I mean, we were balls deep in this game. We were reading every <laughs> word like the game pro said. It's like, go here, take a left, you will find this. Like, all this stuff, right? And it comes to the scene, and those that have played the, Risen, uh, the original Resident Evil remember, there's a scene where you get introduced in, uh, to the hunters. And they're the giant frog gargle gremlin things with huge claws. And, like, I remember reading it. Both of us read it because we were, like, taking turns playing. It was like, you're going to, after a long cutscene, you will be introduced to the hunter. Give it two shotgun blasts, and it, it's over. You kill it. And so we were like, two shotgun blasts. Got it. We understand. And so this long-ass cutscene <laughs> happens, and it ends with the, the hunter opening the door and coming inside. As soon as it comes inside, it's that weird camera angle where you can't really see, but you can kind of see it walking to you. So we blast it twice, right? Thing falls over, and we're like, yeah, that wasn't nothing. 
That was easy. Literally, our character turns from this hallway to go the other way. As we turn, the hunter springs up out of nowhere, decapitates our character, and the words, you died, pop across the screen. Both of us scream bloody murder and sprint out of the house. Throw the controller in the air, sprint out of the house, go to where my stepdad was in his like shop. And we're both just like, the hunter, get-. like we're screaming all kinds of shit. And he's just like, what? What are you saying? And he's like, what are you talking about? And we're like, yeah, they said two shots, I'm going to kill you. You know, just kids yelling. And he's like, calm down. It's a video game. You're all right. And so we go back in there and we collect ourselves, replay it, and we break out the bazooka and blow that thing up. We wasted way too much ammo, but we killed the shit out of it the next time. Like, we made sure it was dead like 15 times over. Like, that damn thing went to Capitas. But it, we screamed. We sounded, yeah, it was bad. We were young back then. So, there was that time. And then another one that sticks out immediately would be uh, me in, uh, let's see, I think I was a freshman in college, maybe. And by that time, like, I've learned jump scares. Like, I was really getting into horror, but I kind of knew, like, I was one of the people that when I would watch scary stuff that would scare everybody else, I would kind of know what to expect and I would kind of be, like, ready for everything. So, nothing really scared me and really hit home. Um, and I watched The Ring, and my girlfriend at the time, where I lived, was like in the country and all this stuff, and there was like these trees that formed a tunnel. And so we were on the way home, and I remember thinking The Ring was kind of creepy. And like, she's like, on the way home in that tunnel of trees, she's gonna be standing there waiting on you because you're next. And I was like, the fuck? Like, who says that? <laughs> so driving home, like, the whole way, I was like, she's crazy. Like, that shit's not real. Like, you know, here I am, grown ass man driving, and I get to that tunnel of trees, and I come to a damn near a dead stop because I'm like, do I want to go through this little area? Because like, it's like tunnel of trees, and you turn on my road, and I'm home. But I was like, if there is a bitch standing in this damn road, I'm running over anything. I may die, but I'm not stopping. If, I floored it through that area. If there is a bitch, wow. I mean, the movie didn't affect me. I was like, that was kind of a creepy movie. Like, the first time you watch The Ring, you're like, it's creepy. It didn't, like, I wasn't, like, sitting there shivering or anything. But she said that, like, as I'm leaving, no laugh or anything. I was just like, who the fuck says that? Why would you tell me this story? So driving home, like, it was like a 20-minute drive. I'm like, all I could do was think about that. I'm like, damn it. And then, of course, uh, I watched Jacob's Ladder not long after that. Christian, did you ever see Jacob's Ladder? Sure did. And I remember... My uncle at the time was like, oh, nothing really scares you. Scary movies don't scare you. You like them. I got a movie for you. Never heard of Jacob's Ladder. Watched it. Was like, this is a trippy movie. Was into it. There is a scene where the guy looks into a mirror and he sees his son who is dead on a tricycle, I believe, or something. And you're Mm -hmm. like, you're fixated on them. And then the camera quickly pops to like a little higher up on the camera. And it's a demon with like his head shaking like all this. I legit jump scared. That's one of the last times I've had a jump scare in a scary movie. I jump scared and I was like, son of a bitch, a jump scare got me. But yeah, those are the ones that stand out to me. To hell with the ring and that stupid tunnel of trees. That's what I got. I'm thinking of another, another moment where I got scared watching a movie. And uh, I, I don't, like I said, me getting scared watching a movie doesn't happen too often. Like after Halloween, I was kind of like, you know what? If I can handle Halloween, I'm good. Nothing else is going to get me. But I do remember one other film uh, freaking me out, and that was The Thing, the John Carpenter remake of The Thing. 
and I'm trying to, it was the part where, um, it was the part where, let's see, I'm trying to remember the part that, that actually freaked me out and, and I was fucked up. Oh, it was the part, it was two parts of that movie. The first one that I remember wholeheartedly really fucking me up was the part of the movie where they're, they, they find out that, uh, one, the, one of the doctors is the thing and they're outside and they're getting ready to set him on fire. And they, they look at him and the camera goes to him and he opens his mouth and this just like, this fucking unhuman sound comes out of his mouth. Dude, that, that really got me. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I remember thinking to myself when that happened, like, oh shit, Jesus Christ, oh my God, what are they gonna do? And then the other part that got me was after they did the, uh, after they were doing the test, and that one guy was just sitting in the chair and they like tried that he was like getting out of the chair and they're trying to light him on fire and all that and dudes coming up with the with the flamethrower or uh two late or whatever and they start to burn him and he's just in the chair like transforming yeah that got me too that was really creepy because the the effects for that at the time i was just like these effects this is real this is a real alien right here we're all gonna die this is crazy i can't believe this is happening right now and i'm watching it um but those those are like the only films that i can remember watching off the top of my head that, that just really you know got me it really did something to me but uh but yeah man that, so that, that's uh, it for me to summarize this episode we learned leisure suit larry christian's favorite game ever and john carpenter apparently knows how to scare the piss out of christian I mean, he he just he had his finger on the trigger, dog. Like he he he's knew. got you twice. He did. He got me twice. He's the only director. I mean, that he I can is say. Carpenter's a genius, though. I love Carpenter. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think that you like horror films and 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 not like Carpenter, to be honest. Fair, fair enough. All right, but that's gonna do it for this episode, episode thirteen, I believe. Lucky number thirteen. Thank you all for listening. If you made it this far, we do appreciate it. Be sure you rate five stars. You follow. You subscribe. Like, whatever it is, depending on what platform, we do appreciate it. It also helps us get out there to more listeners. So definitely continue to help us grow the community and the podcast. We do appreciate it. But as always, follow us on social media. Sipping with Sin on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Sipping with Sin. Come over there. Drop a follow. Show us some love. Comment. Talk to us. Let us know. If you have something for a last call for our question, uh, viewer question, definitely either post it in the Gilded, gilded.gg slash Sinister Pack. In the application, just put from the podcast. There is a whole section dedicated to the podcast, including last call questions. Post a question for us to answer on uh, one of the episodes. Or if you have a personal horror story or any kind of scary story you want in Sinister Tales, post there. Again, like Christian said, don't put anything from X-Files or something like that. Don't be posting like Slender Man or something. Give us something, you know, give us like a personal story or some kind of legend maybe in your area or something you've seen on the internet that's really creepy something like that uh but definitely come drop a follow hang out with us over there and uh we would love to hear from you guys you can find me on the social media i am sinister tv on twitter and instagram uh also you can find me on tiktok at i am sinister tv i do tiktok lives over there come hang out during the gaming streams we do those generally monday through wednesday afternoons uh and then we post content or i post content there pretty much daily uh, you can also find me on Facebook in the mornings, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings, uh, really early because I have a child and I have that's my schedule. But fb.gg slash I am Sinister TV, come over there to the live streams. And then Friday and Saturday mornings, we're live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash I am Sinister TV. Come hang out with me over there. And yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. I would love to hear from you. Come follow, say what's up. I'm from the podcast. 
ask questions. We would love to hear it. Christian, where can the lovely folks find your beautiful self? Currently, you guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ven and Inc. That is V-E-N and Inc. Those are the only places that you can find me right now because social media is a lot to deal with. It is. It is a ton to deal with. And, uh, yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. We love your feedback. If there's somebody you would potentially like me and Christian to interview, that would be fun. That's something we're uh, going to be dabbling in sometime in the future. Uh, got some ideas on that. But uh, topics you would like us to talk or anything like that, like I said in uh, the previous stuff, just let us know. We'd love to hear back from you. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode. For episode 13, that is it. Another episode in the books. Again, appreciate the love on all the previous episodes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to check us out. And, uh we love your faces. Christian, take us home. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Sipping with Sin. Be sure to leave a five-star review, smash that like button, and leave your recommendations in the comments. But most importantly, guys, don't forget. Don't get gutted. That's right. See you guys next time. so much for tuning in to another episode of Sipping with Sin. Please don't forget to leave a rating and submit your last call questions to our socials. That's at Sipping with Sin everywhere. And if you want to hit us up personally, you could find me at Ven and Inc. That is V-E-N and Inc. Or I am Sinister TV for the Sinister Man himself. And guys, don't get gutted.